I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. All right, Harry, we don't have much time. I've got this, Hermione. Oi, Muggles, we've got a show going on here. Will you stop eating, Ron? Sorry about that. Hi, I'm Harry Potter. You know, the chosen one. What he meant to say is that for three weeks only, you have the chance to see Harry, Ron, and yours truly on stage once again. We're making magic at the Studio Stage Theater in Hollywood, California in 19 years later, from April 18th through May 5th. You can get tickets now at mwtheater.org. And that's theater with an R-E. Or on the 19 Years Later Facebook page. We can't wait to see you there. Mischief Managed. Michael, I got a great question for us this week, especially based on the circumstances that you're driving to work right now while we're doing this. Uh, what is your biggest driving or traffic, like pet peeve that's not just traffic in general? Okay, so um, I would have to say that it's people using and abusing that like, it's not the center lane, it's the, it's the lane that people are supposed to use when they're making like a left turn or if they're trying to turn on into a road mm -hmm. and they can use that lane to turn into. But I just hate when people use that lane to skip, like to rush past you to come uh, yeah. Like I, I really don't like that because I've almost gotten into a few accidents mm -hmm. and majority of the time they tend to be driving BMW. Yeah. Uh, how about you, man? <laughs> that is true. Um, I think my biggest pet peeve is people that do not use turn signals. Like, uh -huh. it's there for a reason. It's to keep you from getting into an accident yeah. so other people know what you're doing. And and then what always makes me laugh is people get mad at me. And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't signal that you were turning or getting over. <laughs> How am I supposed to know that you're about to go into the lane that I'm going mm -hmm. to speed in. Oh, it's so, it's, it's, it's maddening. That and then the close second is people that slowly change lanes. Like with like yeah. the, and then stay halfway in one lane and halfway in the other for a good 10 seconds. But anyways, welcome to the Hollywood Hustle Podcast at Hustle, where Team Hustle sits down together and update you and each other on the goings on of our personal hustles. We also share our current inspirations and what we took away from our most recent interview with assistant to the show owner of CW Supernatural, Megan Fitzmartin. With me, as always, is actor, actor, actor extraordinaire, Mr. Michael Lutheran. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. And this gentleman here that you've been listening to that just gave our brand new introduction to these side hustles is the future Oscar award winner for best original and adapted screenplay. Ah, oh, thanks, buddy. I'm, I was bowing as you were saying it very gracefully. You didn't, you didn't see it, but I was, we are not together. We are recording through the, the magical art of Anchor phone call recording system. Yes, Anchor FM is where we host our podcast, and they actually offer this function uh, where people can actually just call in to record mm. their audio. And longtime listeners know Daniel and I are pure audiophiles. We love making sure that our audio is clean, is crisp, and clear. But unfortunately, my schedule has just been so crazy um, that but we don't want to miss a side hustle with you guys. So uh, we have definitely needed to, you know, resort to this uh, type of recording scenario. But I'm excited to test it out. Um, Anchor offers a lot of really cool perks to podcast creators. 
And this mm-hmm. is one of them. So, and there you go, Anchor. This is your ad for this episode. If you hear any kind of in and outs or some noises, that's because Michael is currently driving to his, his, day, his day job, his thrival job, if you will. Uh, so just uh, forgive us for anything like that. Hopefully you still enjoy it. Uh, but uh, we're excited to be able to talk to each other this week and talk about what's been going on. We've both been pretty busy. We've both been uh, working towards things and working on things. Uh, you know, Michael, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Um, I'd say you you go ahead and start, man, while I make sure that... Sounds great. Fantastic. Do not die. So, uh, <laughs> so coming up this weekend, we are rolling camera on my short, uh, I'm sorry, I'm very... Very excited about this. And the name of the film is I'm Sorry, at, at, at least for right now. It may change after we start looking in festivals and you know trying to get that maybe trademarked or copyright. There may already be something like that, so we may have to change it. But for right now, the tentative title is I'm Sorry. Um, but we're rolling camera on Saturday and Sunday to film the thing. And I am scared, nervous, excited, every feeling probably in the book right now <laughs> of, of what's going to happen. Uh, I've been dealing with... Uh, some of the production stuff, helping with get ca- catering scheduled and and uh, picking up some equipment on Friday, uh, tomorrow as of this recording. Um, so I'm really excited and I can't wait to tell everybody about it. Uh, definitely keep a look, you know, hopefully go back and look at our uh, Instagram. I'm, I'm going to post probably a ton of photos and a ton of Insta stories. So uh, I'm really excited. Yeah, she's definitely keep us updated on yeah. the stories about that, like a day in the life of <laughs> on Tuttle as a producer. On set. It's me yeah. sleeping in a chair <laughs> several times while well, it's three in the morning. Uh, and as you know, from our last side hustle, the job hunt had kind of reached a frustrative peak with the uh, unfortunate, uh, whatever you want to call it, with the one person that was supposed to interview me. Uh, luckily, Michael was there to be very supportive and uh, kind of help me calm and, and kind of look at a, a new perspective. And so I took that with me the rest of the week, and that really... Uh, helped me get out of the funk that I was in regarding uh, the job search. It kind of came to this this last week with a new. And through that, I uh, by now will hopefully have had one in-person interview. Uh, I've had one phone interview already as of this recording uh, and an in-person interview for an executive assistant job um, at a talent agency in Santa Monica. Uh, so prayers for that. And then also some, uh, some, one of our old friends, which Michael will mention here in a minute, reached out about a job at her company um, that I applied for as well. And so, uh, and then I also have an interview on Friday for uh, Warner Brothers Tour Guide. So if nothing else, that is also an option. Um, so uh, w- luckily, uh, this is definitely the time when I need it because unemployment is running out. So it's nice to have this kind of coming in uh, when it is. And I always believe things happen when they're supposed to happen. So this was, this is maybe that moment. Like looking at it in a positive light of things, like you are in this very exciting place where your path can go in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. Like, like I know you're waiting for someone to offer you that opportunity, but you're also in control of what you're submitting to mm-hmm. and things. And also having worked as a tour guide at Universal Studios, if you do end up booking that gig, I can tell you from personal experience, it's a really great job. It's a really fun job mm-hmm. uh, getting to be in and around where the movies are made and stuff. But I'm really excited uh, from the just personal conversations that you and I have been having throughout the week. Um, Some really great high profile jobs have kind of come your way. Mm -hmm. Um, Interviews have come your way. So things are looking up, man. Is there anything that you've done in the last week since, or since the last side hustle 
um, that you say that you would say has kind of like helped improve um, some of these job um, uh, searches? I, I've or? put myself out a little more on social media. I've reached out to more people. Um, and then I also did some more detailed work on my cover letter, just offering more insight as to my job history, which I had subtly in my previous version, um, but I made more specific uh, points in the newer version, which I think helped a lot as well. Um, and then, and again, just yeah. reaching out and just I, posting. I it. It looks oh, thank you. And then just posting on social media to people and just being like, hey, I have a job <laughs> or I need a job. And if you know of one, please let me know. Um, I'm worth the reference, I promise. Um, I know you've been kind of looking kind of in the background for any opportunities that lean more into your creative ventures. And I was going to say, if depending on where I fall, that maybe you should look into applying for this job that our friend here about to mention brought up to me. <laughs> so if, if that's something you yeah. would be interested in, because that would get you out of your current job, which I know is driving you insane, and put you more in an area that you are happier with. I mean, so so to clue... Revilio. Oh, my. my <laughs> uh, I'll talk about that in a second. But um, last night, um, actually, I uh, was a part of a reading of a pilot with um, this organization, the screenwriters group called Scripted. Uh, they are uh, very similar to The Blacklist, which is like you know, a collection of uh, feature films and television. And that's scripted without an E, right? It's S-C-R-I-P-T-D? Yes, yeah. correct. Um, they're really trying to just like promote uh, new and upcoming screenwriters, um, promoting diversity, prom promoting, um, you know, anyone across the board to get their films or television shows in front in the hands of people in mm -hmm. the industry. Um, and so how I got into this was actually, remember a couple of weeks ago, I did the 24 hour yeah. theater festival project. Well, the director that I worked with on that show, we had such a great time working together though, the director and I, that he, I guess has been working on this script. It's called Jesse James, an American terrorist. And it's a viewpoint of Jesse James, not as the gun slinging bandit, but it's like looking at his history as working for the Confederacy, uh, of the United States back in the Civil War. Um, and just a really interesting uh, viewpoint of race and that time in American hmm. history. And so he offered me a couple roles, one of them being Frank James, which is Jesse's older brother. So really just fantastic script. And so when I went to this reading, we went to this um, art artist commune place in downtown LA called Art Share LA. And just as people are starting to mill in, someone comes up and gives me a big hug. And it takes me a second to register. And it was Hillary Renee, um, who our guests might know as our first guest interview. For also known as Hillary Levi. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Whoops. Because obviously I know uh, Instagram. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, she, she sent me. I, I was messaging her because I was applying for the job she had mentioned. And uh, I was like, she was like, guess who's the co-host I'm hanging out with? And I was like, What? And then I remembered you had your thing, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's, uh, you're at the script thing. That's cool. Yeah, and it was a night of just, like, so many circles that I, you know, so many social circles and stuff coming together in one nice. place. It was even some of the actors and stuff that I read with, they knew other actors that I knew. And even one of them had seen the original Fringe production 
of 19 years later, which is the Harry Potter play that I'm currently performing in now. So right. Well, wasn't there something where um, we posted something on, I think, our social media, and one of your coworkers uh, respond commented like, "Oh, you know Beth Ryan or Beth? No, Beth Ryan reached out and said, you know uh, Michelle." Oh, Michelle Gray, yeah. Yeah, who's one of your coworkers, who one of your co-stars in 19 years later. And it says, and she was like, yeah, oh, yeah, she's awesome. Like, the, it's such a small group yeah. in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah. it, it's crazy. Yeah, L.A. is definitely the smallest, biggest town you'll ever be in, I mm-hmm. swear. We all just know each other, especially in the theater community. But I opened up to Hillary about my recent hustle for trying to find a job that's more in line with what I'm passionate about, everything I talked about, podcasting, we were talking about audio dramas and stuff that we've been listening to. And, um, we, and we talked about Megan Fitzmartin. Yeah. She just been to our interview with her and she loved it. So she gave me some words of encouragement, and, you know, uh, gave me some people that would be good to reach out to, to talk about that stuff. So it was just a beautiful moment of just like was not expecting to run into her mm-hmm. at this reading. But right. it turned out she was, you know, really close friends with the the screenwriters. So. Right. Well, if if I may, real quick, uh, Michael, um, last week, uh, as of this recording, two weeks ago, I went to a WGA, which is the Writers Guild of America. Uh, I went into mm-hmm. a mixer they had. Um, as you know, they are going through some things with agencies right now. A lot of legal battles. Um, all, pretty much 7,000 writers left their agencies um, and one fell swoop because of this. Uh, and so there's a lot of uh, 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 underground bootleg mixers being put together for writers to support writers. And I, myself and Mikey Tobias, who got on the show, went. And I ran into Jose Molina, who is one of the hosts of Children of Tendu, that oh, I've... I've mentioned a few times. I saw his name tag. He was talking to some people, so I waited till he was done. Um, and he was looked like he was about to head out, but I caught him and just had a second to be able to thank him for making that show because for writers like me, like listening to people talk about being in the business and everything that goes on has been incredibly insightful. And it was just so nice to be able to thank him in person, person and tell him how much uh, I mentioned that show on our podcast. Um, yeah. which he asked what our, you know, the podcast name was. And uh, we talked a little bit and, uh, but he was super nice. And it was just those moments of just meeting someone and just thanking them. And he seemed so grateful and uh, he was just super kind. And also just being in this room of other people just trying to become writers and everyone had name tags with like what genres they were interested in or what kind of scripts they write. And just meeting all these people was, was incredibly awesome. And again, people knowing people they didn't know, and it was kind of the same feeling. And it's just inspirational in the long run. Well, it's also great to, you know, to put it in LA terms, to get out of your commute, which is something I know I've said before on the podcast. It's so easy, even as an artist, that, you know, whether you're a screenwriter or an actor, um, to keep always working or running into the same people Mm -hmm. all the time and it's really good to do mixers or table reads and stuff like this because you to a whole new group of people that you might not have met otherwise and they're about to have a big mixer at another place that you and i are connected with bootleg theater oh yeah that's right with uh jessica yeah so they're they're about yeah they're about to do a a mixer there in a few in a few weeks because they're looking the place was packed like people hanging out outside 
there were so many people and they've actually had to cancel another mixer because they were worried about safety issues because they know how many people are going to show up now, which is great. It's, it's inspiring and it, it's incredible. And I've actually met a, a, a young woman who just moved here from New York and told her about our podcast and she was super excited to listen to it um, just to get the info about Los Angeles and things like that. So yeah, it was, it was really great. And so I'm glad you had that experience as well. Community is super, super important. And um, glad that we here in Los Angeles, you know, there, there are so many groups and stuff that are just waiting for you to just walk through the door. Mm -hmm. uh, so huzzah. And then only other update that I have right now is just that 19 years later is officially. Yay. Yeah. So that's been super fun. Um, it, we had a good turnout this first week. Um, definitely finding things now that we're in performance, now that we have time for, not to say that we have the time as in like, we should take forever in our performances, but we now have the time to explore mm -hmm. and be in. And you have an audience with. to react off of, which is incredibly important. Oh yeah. Well, I was talking with some of the actors who have been in the show before, cause I'm just like, I don't know what parts are funny. Cause even though it's a Harry Potter, it's, it's a dark satire. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's very many just like pure dramatic moments in this show. So I was curious to see what moments, uh, how the audience would react to it. So right. um, going well so far. <laughs> about going back into performances tonight, another reason why we couldn't get together and perform. Right. So huzzah. Yay. Well, uh, you know, with all the business that both you and I have had, is there anything right now specifically that's maybe inspiring uh, uh, your hustle to keep to keep pushing to stay uh, healthy to stay uh, motivated. Is there anything specific that you want to mention? Well, I mean, I would just say that I've been feeling definitely a nice momentum mm -hmm. going. I think that's just because I've been keeping myself so busy mm -hmm. um, as an actor, and so, so often is that's not the case. So, uh, but like while I've been keeping focus and stuff. I know that has made podcast scheduling a little bit more difficult, but at the same time, it's allowed me to get a lot of stuff done, mm -hmm. even health wise, like been doing my rounds, like so got a new contact uh, lens prescription and met with my doctor for my annual checkup and stuff. It's like all of a sudden things are just, I don't know, being organized and moving along much quicker. Right. And I think it's just having to be in this place of being hyper-focused. Right. That's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah. How, how about yourself? Uh, I would say right now my biggest factor has been necessity. Um, just the, the, the tension of like not having a job and not having a, a, a second paycheck coming in with, along with Angie's. And um, she's kind of been feeling a little of that stress recently. Um, the other day we both kind of just had a day when she came home from work. She'd been in just kind of a mood all day. And we just sat on the bed and just had a conversation about like our stress. And uh, you know, just kind of not venting at each, to each other, but just, or not venting at each other, but to each other. You know, she understands that I'm doing the best I can. She is not mad at me by any means. Um, she's more frustrated with this town than, than me, um, especially people who do not call people back or don't communicate well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so just really necessity, just the need to like get back in it, have a daily routine and, have a paycheck coming in to help support the family and, and support things that we want to do. Like it's very limiting when you don't have that. 
And so yeah. we're not able to easily go, oh, let's go do this or let's go do this because we don't have the money. And so, yeah, the, the hustle is real mm-hmm. when like when you don't have a job and, you know, that that does limit not only the things that you can do creatively, but just the day to day life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, I I hear you and I and I support you and I send all the best wishes that, you know, one of these interviews uh, turns up. something. Yeah, well, please. <laughs> yeah, I could use it. But also like in a positive way, like by coming from a place of necessity where each decision you need, you make needs to benefit you in, you know, all these different areas, it helps, I think, kind of like whittle down the, the things that you actually need to commit, like, which, which do you need versus which do you want? Right. Which I guess can help you avoid making bad decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, but speaking of bad decisions, one that wasn't bad was having Megan Fitzmartin Martin on the show, King of Transitions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Megan Fitzmartin, the CW Supernatural assistant to the showrunner there, Andrew Dabb, uh, also a writer herself and uh, the creator and writer of the audio drama podcast, Red Rhino Podcast. Um, she's super awesome, and it was just exciting to sit down and talk to her. It was a conversation we'd had for a while to get, on, get, on, get her on the show. Michael, what was some of your big inspirations or takeaways from that interview? Well, I just really loved her passion. Like her goal list was to give the voice to teenagers, give um, a positive message to teenagers that they're loved and they're, they're wanted and that their voice matters. And I thought that was just such a beautiful purpose and how that purpose has, you know, shown her what content she wants to produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a creative, um, as a screenwriter, um, it's really helped guide her along to the type of work that she does. So that was just a beautiful thing of like going in and kind of like committing to whatever goal or change you want to see in this world mm-hmm. and letting your work reflect that. Yeah. I thought was really, really cool. How about you? Um, you know, something I got from her and it kind of also attaches a little bit with our, our conversation with Hillary Levi is this idea of like a strong support system. And, you know, she talks about how, you know, she's met met these ladies and a screenwriting class and they've all been helping each other grow and rise in this industry, uh, keeping eyes out for jobs and recommending each other. And I feel like that's something you don't see, you see in very small bits. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard to find that group that you can really find that with that, that continually lifts you up and is just constantly supportive and, and, and congratulatory and complimentary and, and, and has moments where they, they just randomly message you or randomly tweet at you that you're loved, they care about you, and they, they think you're awesome. And I just thought that was really cool. And I see it on Twitter with her and Hillary and other people that's in their group of just this random acts of love and, and, and um, and appreciation. And I think that is something that is so needed in this, in the, while you're in this business. And especially when you're starting out from wherever you're from, New York, Texas, uh, Maine, Florida, wherever, that it's so important to find that and find those people that don't just want to work with you, but they want to have a relationship with you. They want to support you, not for them, not for what you can do for them, but because they want to genuinely see you succeed. 
And that, you know, I talked about Kofi Kingston last week and his, you know, the people who he works with that he's close friends with and how their goal was to lift him up, not for themselves, but for him and to, to because they love him. And, you know, that I, I, I would love to see more of that in this town. And it mm-hmm. just that really inspired me to make sure that I'm doing that for my friends and making sure that yeah. I randomly mess them, let them know how much they're cared for and how much I appreciate them and how awesome I think they are. Because I, it just, sometimes you never know when someone desperately needs that. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think the running theme of this specific side hustle is just the importance of community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, how Megan Fitzmartin, like, just benefited so much from the screenwriters group that she's been a part of and how that's, inspired her and like gotten her positions um whether at it was at companies or just working on other projects right absolutely so absolutely it was yeah, a great interview really important. if you haven't checked it out people have been tweeting about it people have been posting about it on instagram how much they've enjoyed it uh so if megan if you're listening i hope you're listening thank you for coming on and for those li- who have listened to it we appreciate it uh and for those that haven't i we highly suggest that you take a listen to it um, this week, there's no preview. Uh, it's a little different week. Uh, our next episode is a special one. I mentioned it in the last um, intro I had for Megan's episode. I thought we'd be releasing it this week, but with schedules, it didn't work out. But uh, next week, we're going to have a special Team Hustle episode. I don't want to give too much away because I think it'll be a fun surprise. Uh, but Michael, are you excited about this Team Hustle? Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> it's it's going to be different. It's uh, It's been well over since season one since we did a team hustle like this. yes but we're we're not doing bean boozled no it's not bean boozled so. do not get too excited everybody <laughs> bean boozled three is not happening as of yet uh yeah uh but yeah i'm really excited about it i don't want to give too much away uh and f- finally as we close up michael what's what what do you, how would you like to support our wonderful listeners this week yeah so my hustle support statement um i wrote it down but because i'm driving i'm going to just paraphrase. Would you, would you like me to read it? Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I think I got the gist of it. This is for my actors out there. Um, so often is a lot of what we spend our time doing in this town is waiting, is waiting to act. And so I just want to say that when you, when that opportunity does come, whether you're on stage or about to hit record for an audiobook or the camera's rolling to just enjoy the process to really just celebrate the fact that you have an opportunity to act um you know the tv shows and movies would have us believe that it's an overnight success that you know once you start doing one show it'll just lead into a series of things and that you'll be acting 24 7 um but as we know here on the show that's not always the case so that's why just as a reminder to enjoy uh, the process. I'm, uh, I'm very much looking forward to doing that this weekend. To yeah, just enjoying yeah. the moment and just being present in it. So mm-hmm. that's fantastic, Michael. Thank you. Um, yeah, for sure. What about you, man? I, not you, Michael, because you're driving. And if you're anybody else that's listening to this is driving, please don't do this exactly. But I want you to close your eyes. <laughs> no! I, want, <laughs> I want you to close your eyes and I want you to take a deep breath And I want you to just focus your thoughts for a second on one thing. I want you to think to yourself, 
I am doing the best that I can. Say it again and then breathe out. We forget to give ourselves validation sometimes. We forget to comfort our mind and our, our own hustle. So every so often, I want you to tell yourself, I'm doing the best that I can. Because we know you are, and we are proud of you for it. No, it's, it's really important. It's, um, and again, I think it's partially because of media and stuff growing up and about hearing stories about the type of work we're trying to do. You would think that it's an overnight success, that you do one thing and it leads to mm -hmm. a series of amazing things. Yeah. But, you know, especially now when there's so much pressure to do so much content and everything and to get so much done, have to remind yourself that you're doing the best. Absolutely. Well, if this is your first time listening to us, this is just a small part of who we are. Our main mission is to interview artists and entrepreneurs from all over the industry about their successes and their challenges. Uh, we highly suggest that you check out our most recent episode and our most recent interview with Megan Fitzmartin from CW Supernatural, and maybe go back to one of our older episodes like uh, Hillary Levi, which is episode 79, or one of my personal favorites, and I know Michael's as well, uh, an interview we had with a gentleman named Trevor Algott from the uh, Inside Acting Podcast. Those are episode 45 and 46, uh, especially if you have just moved here from somewhere else or you're switching your whole careers. It's a great two episodes about healthy living and transitioning um, into new parts of your life and new journeys. So I highly suggest that interview if you want to go back. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate that you found us and listen to us and always remember you guys can check us out and follow us on social media on twitter we are at la hustle cast and on instagram we are at hollywood hustle podcast and if you also want to follow these two weirdo hosts um i am at michael lutheran on all platforms and daniel where are you i am daniel tuttle t-u-t-t-e-l on all platforms and if you are listening to us on anything uh on uh spotify please follow us if you're listening on itunes please subscribe uh, same with Stitcher. Uh, if you are listening on the Anchor app, you can also follow us and we can become one of your favorite shows. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Uh, and also you can support us if you want to throw some uh, money to support the Hustle Our Way. You can do that through Anchor, Anchor as well. Buy us a cup of coffee, some gas for interviews. We'd really appreciate it. And if you have any questions for uh, Megan Fitzmartin, Trevor Algott, Heather, uh, Hillary Levi, Michael, myself, uh, anybody that we've had on before, you can always email us at uh, hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also want to hear about your hustle. If you're going through any challenges, struggles, support systems you may have found or groups that you may have found, we want to hear about it. Again, that's hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Michael, this was a fantastic side hustle regarding even with the circumstances. <laughs> yeah, even though I've been driving and, you know, I know we've always said like, no to podcasts that are being recorded on phone or whatever um, i'm excited though that we're supported by a wonderful uh, podcast distributor mm -hmm. like anchor fm to allow us this flexibility in times in which the hustle is high and we all got to hustle high so. and, and availability is low <laughs> yes exactly hustle high, hustle is oh, high. someone please make a graphic <laughs> of, of the, the hustle is high and the availability is low guys thank you so much have a wonderful week we hope you uh uh find the job you want find the role you want uh, uh finish the scripts you want um whatever it is your goal is this week we know that you can achieve it we believe that you can achieve it 
And we want you to always remember to keep up, keep up the hustle. We just lost a Michael. He was driving to work, went through a bad spot. We, we just lost a Michael. Hello. He was Hello. driving to work. I hear you. I'm just singing. <laughs>